It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you? Well, with DoorDash, this is now possible as DoorDash connects people with the best restaurants in their city. They do this by empowering local businesses and in turn, generate new ways for people to earn, work, and live. With your favorite restaurants at your fingertips, DoorDash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities, more time, and energy for yourself and those you love. Delivering with DoorDash, you get flexibility and financial stability. Dash for a living or for a goal, all on your schedule and on your own terms. DoorDash customers can place orders via the DoorDash app or website and are connected with Dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly. Restaurants right to your door. Order now at www.doordash.com. Just not none of my shorts, my foot on the gas I'm on the turn, my homie just died off a bad perk I'm lucky, you lucky, just ask Schmerz Put a op inside the wood first You suck it good, you get a good purse 20 million, I was in the trenches I done stand no business on the voice Can't give out a bad verse If I like you, lucky I'ma change your whole life like it's nothing Girl, I know not to stop when you come in I be busy, I'm not in my comments I be playing with that fire like I'm John Wick Don't be walking up on I'll be ballin' the 2040, I promise I'm not for the moment I'll be killin' that What's going on, Internet? Analytic here, aka Dreams, and I would like to welcome you to Mind, which I call the Notorious Mass Effect Podcast. I am a hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of R&B mixed in. For episode 53, we're gonna be getting into Roddy Rich, Late at Night, Little Baby and Little Dirk's Voice of the Heroes, Best Games of 2021 so far, and then we're going to end with Yanaguni Bad Bunny. But before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Also, make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that I got my intro out of the way, let's get into the first topic, which is Roddy Rich Late at Night. Late at night. 
kiss me in the morning or late at night Long as you come through, I'ma make it come over and over I'ma treat you like I'm supposed to You better never make no time for the Cause when I ride, I'ma ride, ride with you So, we're gonna be getting into the one, the only, Roddy Rich, And the reason we're getting into Roddy Rich is because of course with along with little baby he is one of uh one of the more intriguing rappers as he is one of the more intriguing rappers as the the, the tracks that he puts out performs very well to put it blatantly <laughs> blatantly because uh with little baby and roddy rich these are the type of artists that you put out a song and they're immediately going into the top five which is why I think Roddy Rich is a part of that new generation to where I think Roddy Rich is part of that new generation to where like he's going to be running his group, his peers for a while. Like he's going to be leading them for a while and to see who's going to take the mantle on being that number one in, in the top spot. We'll have to we'll have to uh, wait to find out. But as far as his late at night single, I feel like. Uh, late at night was a very interesting turn as it was um very slow but the reason that it was slow is because i feel like he knows the climate of music right now as the last song that kind of sounded like him but it wasn't him was that blew up like unexpectedly was a song called what was it called it was t it was i think it was little tj and in black i forget what is i'm gonna have to look that up now because i definitely can't forget that song but uh that because they had one of black had one of the best verses of the year on that track in my opinion okay so the track's called calling my phone and that track is very slow tempo the melodies are honestly amazing uh black's verse is one of the best verses i've heard this year in 2021 as far as R&B wise, like, well, no, I would say rapping wise too, because he's saying a lot of things that makes you rewind just to listen to it again. So as far as Roddy Rich, I don't know who's advising him to put out these singles, but with Late at Night, I think it's the perfect track to, to slow up or to, to switch up the expectations because when you put out this, like, imagine if you put out like a rock, no, a rock star was the baby song, technically. But imagine if he put out the box part two. Like nobody would be, everybody would be like, oh, he just ran out of material and he's going back to his old hits. With Late at Night, it shows you his versatility and his ability to make different melodies stick with different beat tempos. And also he's using Mustard again, which is a Grammy winner producer because of the song he made with Roddy Rich, which was The Box. I think it was The Box. Was it The Box or Rockstar? I don't know why I keep getting those confused. I think those are his two top performing songs. And I call I just bunch in Rockstar with it because his verse on that is is it, it was just great. Because Roddy Rich's features are usually usually pretty specific and direct with, with what he's trying to get across and the different flow patterns he uses makes me feel like he's the leader of the new school because the way that he picks different cadences and, and his vocal inflection is just off the charts really can sing really can rap and the way that he goes into both bags reminds me of drake sorry to bring drake up again but you know he is he is the top selling 
uh, rapper of all time. Well, not all time, but you get what I'm saying. Like, he's the fastest. So, at some point, he's going to be the all-time selling rapper. But at this point, with Roddy Rich, his ability to rap and sing, I think it's shown on this track, Late at Night, because Late at Night is one of those type of tracks that will keep your attention throughout the whole, I don't know how long it is, like three minutes, and two minutes and 54 seconds. But it's just a slow tempo and him just singing but the song still goes by fast because it's filled with so much substance now as far as far as the video they had a video along with the track they said that you couldn't really listen to the track without watching the video but in my honest opinion i feel like you definitely can <laughs> the, the video is not i don't want to say it's not good but it's not very complex it's basically him in the studio and then it's kind of using a me metaphor to him when he's in the studio he goes off to another world when he's creating uh mentally and there was a cameo from karuchi and towards the end of the video he turned roddy rich turns into a, a were wolf a wolf and starts like chasing uh, karuchi so yeah that that's the video it's not really too deep but uh the the, the actual meaning of it is very it it, it I don't know if it went over my head or if it was just if it was just too uh, out out of the blue for me to actually care. But as far as the actual track, of course, like I just said, it's a great switch up of pace for Roddy Rich. The way that he was able to show off his different variety of flows and and his singing on on here is really unmatched by any of the other artists. The way that he can switch up his style of songs and and still have success, which I have, I still believe this song will have success is unparalleled unparalleled to any of the other artists the only artist i think that can really sing and rap on his level would probably be rod wave because little baby sings but he can't really sing if you know what i'm saying like roddy rich actually actually carries notes that only like actual singers can carry like he's not just crooning as they like to call it so with roddy rich late at night i'm gonna play a snippet from one of his verses and then we're gonna wrap it up as I get into the ending of this segment. So here is another snippet from Roddy Rich late at night. Ride, I'm a ride, ride with you. I told Shotty never get too comfortable. I like to feel like the untouchable. I like to feel like it's never going one way. I like to see your body dripping, Eliante. I say I like the way I took it on a wave. I had you screaming my name I late at night Kiss me in the morning or late at night So yeah, that was the snippet Let me know what y'all think of that Because the short snippet I played Is just because the song is only 2 minutes and 54 seconds So I don't want to play the whole track I want y'all to actually You know, enjoy the track as a whole for yourself because as a snippet, you can never really get the full picture of a, what an artist is trying to get across. But the snippet I try to pick are the ones that I feel like grab the audience's attention. So as far as Roddy Rich late at night, my closing statements on that is that the best thing for Roddy Rich to do right now is just, is just to show how versatile he is. Because I believe he's really different from all his other peers. And he's going to be the leader of the new generation for years to come. So yeah, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Roddy Rich's single, Late at Night? And what 
And how do you compare this track to his other singles like The Box and or his higher his, his more performing tracks like The Box or Rockstar? Because I feel like this change of pace will actually help his sales, but not hurt it. But I'll be interested to, to hear what y'all think. So click my uh, click my link tree, click my link tree in my bio. And let me know on one of my social medias. What do y'all think? And now we're gonna switch it up and get into the most anticipated uh, most anticipated project of the past weekend, which came from Little Baby and Little Dirk, called "The Voice of the Heroes." She swallowed up, but it's you who I want. But it's you who I want. I can't split rent with my little that's some shit you would do to her. I even told you I hear some shit I post kept on the low. But it's you who I want. But it's you who I want. I'll make a scene for you when you're sleeping with me, then your dreams come true. Ain't no limitation to things we do. We just kicking it now, she'll be loving me soon. I'll be straight to the point, ain't no cut on no movie. The good all over the room, making up shit later, she don't even move. I gotta go, but I'm coming back soon. Don't tell I've been as you know that's the rules. It feel good to tell someone and Google you. I tell them chill, cause I know what they'll do to you. I run that down again, pay like I'm Julio. We made away from the streets to the studio. Anyone feeling me, that's who I do it for. You can't just pop out and say you the hero. You gotta put on a cape and save the day. Shouting my side, she got no stomach. Look a dead in her face when I'm coming. Send a video and tell me she wanted. Just the other day, I gave her some money. She the fifth fame, making no comment. If it happened to them, we done it. Too much to step on, I can't be running. But don't make me fly you bitch out of country. She trying to fuck me while I'm fast and she can't come around no more. So now we're going to be getting into the dynamic of Little Baby and Little Dirk from the latest, their first and probably only collab project called The Voice of the Heroes. Some of the features on this project, collab project, is Travis Scott, Young Thug, Young Thug Rod Wave, and Meek Mill. Now as far as the whole album, it's... 18 tracks long I believe it's almost an hour long so just because it's 18 tracks doesn't mean like they're only giving you two minute uh, type of songs like it is very each song is long in length like the shortest one that I can see right now is how it feels which is comes in around two minutes well is two minutes and 46 seconds but as far as the whole track, the actual collab project is very uh, extensive and they don't hold back on the releases at all. Like I feel like they want to put even they wanted to put even more tracks on here because they released so many snippets of tracks that didn't even make the collab project, which was pretty interesting to see and a, a pretty interesting uh, marketing tactic uh, tactic because it's like if those songs are never going to come out. Why I play the snippets for the fans to just be like, when are you guys going to put that out? But I guess it makes sense for them because obviously they know what they're doing as they're one of the two top performing rappers in the game, especially Little Baby. I don't think anybody really comes close other than the person I just finished talked about, talking about in my last segment, Roddy Rich, and for, as far as like solo sales. Well, I guess Rod Wave is coming up there 
uh, NBA Youngboy drops too many <laughs> albums to actually compete numbers wise with just their with with just Lil Baby and Roddy Rich's uh, fewer number of for album or project releases. And Rod Wave just got on the scene like last year. So as far as Little Baby, he's one of the top performing artists of his class. Little Dork is climbing the ranks currently. Probably one of the most up-and-coming rappers, even though he's been in the game for like a decade, I believe. But he's just now getting his just due as the way that Little Dirk has been going about his business with rapping and being in the industry. He's not he wasn't really accepted when he first started off because of the drill music and the way that gang violence was very prominent in his image so a lot of the things that happen around him are not the most positive things and and people die just to put it bluntly like around him and a lot of things that happens uh, to his entourage is usually death so that's something that's a very interesting topic to get into for hip-hop fans they're not really trying to listen well i don't think hip-hop fans are really trying to hear me talk about the ramifications of little dirk's music and his genre that he actually represents as far as the drill genre because i feel like i feel like that's a whole genre people who actually go through real life incidents and then rap about it in a in a negative type of fashion i feel like it's the definition of drill music and it only in the only outcomes of it is is usually death or jail so getting off that heavy topic getting into a more lighter uh subject on well sub well i guess it would be a subject of the main point i don't know anyways the collab project is amazing like the whole track i mean the whole album album i feel like has no skips the only song that i even like skipped once was i think it was called that's facts obviously i'm getting into the whole album in a second we're going to talk about how it came together for a little bit as the features on here is pretty interesting how they picked them because of course young thug being on here it's just a testament to to his influence on the culture and little baby and little dirk i mean there's literally a meme going around showing that <laughs> showing young thug helping out little dirk and little dirk just sitting there looking at the monitor like he just was born so um yeah meek mill obviously a lot of rappers have high re- high respect for Meek mill because of where he came from he obviously has some sh- street cred as far as he his uh image is concerned because of the way he was brought up broad wave is more of the unconventional features on here but most of these features come on the track with just a chorus not really a verse the only one that comes with the verse is meek mill which makes sense meek mill's not the greatest at choruses <laughs> but um young thug comes on for a verse too travis scott comes on with a verse as far as who outperform who like just talking about the uh, features I feel like Travis Scott really took the cake because even though it sounded added on, like the song was finished and then they just added Travis Scott's vocals at the end. Well, that's definitely what they did. That's like, that's literally what they did. Listening to it, that's that's what they did. Like, there's, there's no way Travis Scott was first on, there's no way Travis Scott finished his verse uh, first because the way that he went, on, went last the whole beat pod well not the beat but the the whole uh vibe kind of like mellowed out and it came back in for travis scott's verse so i just felt like he was just an add-on at the end after he heard the track he was like oh let me jump on it so 
as far as the actual collaboration this is the third collab third full-length collaboration from Lil Baby him and Marlo shared a collaboration project called to to the hard way and then in 2018 the infamous baby and gunna album drip harder which was a full length album featuring drake uh, with a song that i think is a classic called never recover i mean i could listen to that track today and still like um remember where i was where i was when i first heard that track because never recover i think is one of the best tracks that have came out from cross generation artists like drake and Lil baby for for like years like the, the way that that beat goes with take keith the infamous drop that drake introduced drake introduced with take keith this too hard and then uh everybody started using that drop well not everybody because you need clearance for that but certain high name artists started using drake beat packs and so the this the actual stamp came along with it with the drake take heat this too hard like with drake saying that at the beginning usually when artists do that they do that for a reason to get their to get their sound out there and the way that it was executed was just to perfection on like honestly so with the voice of the heroes project get into the actual substance of the music at first, I felt like Little Baby was going to carry as, as hard as he could on this album because I felt like he should have did a collab project with one of the more famous rappers like Roddy Rich or Rod Wave instead of doing it with Little Dirk. But I guess Little Dirk makes more sense because he's more in the same realm and his up and coming stardom makes it so like it's not too lopsided as far as fame goes. Even though Lil Baby's still out of Lil Durk's league popularity-wise and numbers-wise. And that's, like, factual. So, getting into... Oh, first I want to get into another little uh, tidbit. If, if for, for the fans that... Most fans, I feel like, won't even know. James Harden, point guard for the Brooklyn Nets, has an executive producer credit on Lil Baby and Lil Durk's The Voice of the Heroes. And this is interesting because you always see little little baby go and, and little dirt go to James Harden games. Well, not just NBA games in general, but definitely when you see him out with James Harden, then you know James Harden went to uh, little baby's birthday party and gave him like a bunch of gifts, and that's when he was playing for the Rockets and literally got them into that whole COVID situation because he he was hanging out with little baby and then and, and giving them gifts, which is pretty funny because little uh, LeBron was hanging out with a rapper too, but nothing really happened with that situation, but. I think we all know why. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, he, he was executive producer. And the way that this happened is because... How did this happen? Okay. So, they say the role of the executive producer is not really defined sometimes. But it's basically shaping the sound and creative direction of, of the project and the sequencing of the final track. So, Harden basically helped out in the studio with Baby and Lil Durk, and helped and and quote unquote helped him out with, with his direction of songs. It's kind of like when LeBron executive produced Two Chainz album. Like he was basically like I feel like the only thing LeBron was like, oh yeah, put track number two after track number four, and then that's like you get an executive producer credit. But anyways, um. 
It's pretty interesting how these basketball stars are becoming executive producer producer of these rappers because whenever you get the top culture culturally defining figures to get together and, and create ideas or just bounce ideas off of each other, it can always it can never be the wrong well it could be the wrong thing because you don't want them controlling too much but just getting the feedback on because obviously basketball and hip-hop has been linked for decades and, and for like i want to say forever because you know when the basketball first started you know they they didn't really want to let any brothers into the league <laughs> so um it wasn't always connected but when more of the uh african-american descent started to get into the uh, league then uh hip-hop became more prominent in basketball as a culture and now is now it goes hand in hand like they literally say so many times you either you either rap or you go to the league or or that's the that's the quota that that is that's the stigma that's put on like black folks so but in this light i feel like it's a very positive thing because it shows them collaborating in ways that's never been done before so track number one getting into the act now we're gonna get into the actual collab project voice of the heroes i feel like this was a very great track to pick as a single as it set the tone for the rest of the collab project and i always could tell by the single what type of vibe i'm gonna get from the project because if they would have started this off just you know how i talk about little dirk sometimes he he just starts every track with a run-on sentence and then off beat and then he starts rapping on beat well for this project of course little baby goes first and um he, he really sets the tone i was feeling and that that's what made me feel like little baby was going to be carrying most of this project because i felt like little dirk didn't really have too many flows to keep up with baby but as i dive deeper into the project i got a very strong sense that little bit little dirk was not playing around so <laughs> track number two uh 20 and 40 i like the concept of that just basically telling people that they're going to be here for a while which is great coming right after the voice of the heroes because it's just hand in hand as far as the subject matter Lil Baby and Lil Durk deliver great verses on, on this track, 2040. Really, they deliver great verses on the whole collab project, but definitely on 2040. And the beat was just amazing. All the beats on this uh, collab project was just top tier, and the, and the producers definitely came with it. Track number three, Hats Off, is the first... Uh, well, let me finish it. Track number three, Hats Off by Lil Baby, Lil Durk, and Travis Scott. I feel like this was the track that definitely was going to take them to the next level as having a Travis Scott feature can do wonders for you as far as streaming wise and you already have little baby so that that takes care of the bulk of the marketing budget so with Travis Scott hats off is definitely going to be one of the singles I wouldn't be surprised if a video is already out for it I don't think it's out currently but hats off features strong prominent verses from little baby little dirk and travis scott travis scott's more tacked on i feel like at the end well i think i already gave this at the beginning of the segment but basically i felt like the track was already finished and then they just asked travis scott to hop on at the end so because there was no back and forth and his verse wasn't in the middle it, it really just felt like a dlc type addition to the track track number wait no okay hats off is the first snippet i, I forgot i already said that Hats off is the first snippet I have for first of three snippets that I always do for each album. And here is the first snippet from Hats Off. And 
I don't know. I think this is Lil Baby and Lil Dirk. Most of these, not. I'm gonna get into the features, my feature point in a second, but I'm gonna let the snippet play and then I'm gonna get into what I think about the features. Hats off if you keeping it real. It's so easy to fall feed him to fake. Dirt the voice cause he know just what to say. I'm the hero, I come through say today. Hats off if you keeping it real. It's so easy to fall feed him to fake. Dirt the voice cause he know just what to say. I'm the hero, I come through say today. Bitch, I'm a D-boy, do it for T-Roy. I'm on you forever, that just wrote the V-Roy. I'm with the killers forever, the trinity is in me. The Grammys can't change me for none. I like the bitches who let me just offer them cash. You never gonna add me for none. Never gonna switch. Only time I ever switch is a Glock with a motherfucking button. Rappers be running back telling them we hitting that's why I don't be telling them nothing. Folks, TF, only the following with four pockets full, but we keep it a hundred. That's solid. I done took loss. I done turned robbers to killers and boss. I've been at roofing way, way back, way before Uzi was driving across. We just a family, we never recruit. Click for the killers, we choosing to shoot. Someone tell Kanye and Kim to just stick to the script and just tell them to free Larry Who. Me, I'm the voice, baby, the hero. Drive like Michael Jackson, yeah. Been in in a minute, it's crazy, I'm winning. Only feel like I've been robbing a year. Let a play with me, I'm ready, my getting rich up cosmetics life off that to free my daddy lights off i couldn't see my belly 2010 i had a gun in my belly 2011 i was fighting myself 2012 i saw my deal in cali 2021 i'm big as cali i want my chain proud as a trophy i'm with the same crowd as the brothers i don't got the same mind you don't know me you don't gotta do it loud keep it low-key so yeah you could tell the dynamic is off the charts with these two artists and hats off is just one of the best tracks off of this collab project and it's it's very obvious even with the travis without the travis scout feature i think it would just be one of the best tracks on this album so uh oh okay and then my features point so this is going to be a little of a hot take but i feel like they really could have done without features on this whole collab project the way that they switched up each chorus well the way that they changed up their individual choruses to sound different melodically and the way that they rapped with different flows throughout the project made me feel like they didn't need any features and it didn't get into that Migo type effect where it's the same flow over and over it's really I know I, I, I sometimes discredit Little Dirk with that same flow type pattern but for this whole project they was coming different like each and every track was a different melody or a different type of flow pattern and of course they went to the old like ways that work because I, if it works why like if it's bro if it's not broken don't fix it you know so it, it's not uh, a, a knock for them to go back to the old flow that actually works but for most of the track they, they do it they switch up the, mo the melody and the flow patterns enough to make these to make this project better than what i thought it was going to be Track number four, Who I Want. I really like that track. I feel like that's the most toxic track of 2021, which I don't know. Future really has been saying some toxic stuff over like the, his his track with his track called Maybach with 42 Doug. Probably the most direct and toxic future that uh, future line that we've got since uh, the the re the line he had on on the remix Go Crazy where he said I cheat on. I cheat on you, you cheat on me, you ain't loyal. Like that line was just very toxic. I feel like he was on that same vibe with Maybach. So, as far as toxicity, Little Dirk and Little Baby is what well, I don't know because Little Dirk and Little Baby talks about buying girls a, a Birkin if the, if the 
if they're good enough that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna go into detail on what they have to be good at but if they're good enough they're gonna buy them very expensive things <laughs> so it's like i don't think they're toxic well they are toxic but at the same time they're more gift giving if that's a way to, to put it uh, then uh, future Hendrix Pluto himself so but no who I want is one of the most toxic songs of 2021 let me just say that it's not it's probably not the most but it's up there like the, the way that they the way that Dirk started off and that's another thing I talked about with them switching up the melodies and the flows the way that he started off who I want made me feel like they did not care about the person that they was telling they wanted because the way that they were describing things and they was just like but it's still you who i want like no that's just not how it works at all but for them i mean maybe it does <laughs> so track number five still hood i like the whole execution of that track like it is very solid goes back to the old flows but still i like the track because what i mean if it's not broke don't fix it so i, I still like the track Track number six is the second snippet I'm gonna play from the project. It's called Man of My Word. I really like the chorus. I like how Little Dirk ends off the chorus by saying, it says something about basically he's gonna avenge who who the one who fell. I think that's what he says at the It's not exactly what he says, but I think that's the message he was sending at the end. So that's the second snippet that I have from this album. Well, this collab project you know you say album nowadays and people come out like no it was a mixtape like it's just it's a body of work like let's just say that so um here's the second snippet from man of my word actually i lied we're not playing a snippet from that it's another track that i played but man of my word is a a standout track in my opinion on the collab project it's just so many tracks i could have played a snippet of this was currently one i was gonna play about but, but I chose to, to pick another one because I only do three just to be fair for all the projects that come out this year. Track number seven, Still Running by Little Baby, Little Dirk, and Meek Mill. Meek Mill delivers a very solid verse on this album. This is goes back to my point on where I feel like they didn't really need any features because Meek Mill didn't add anything that I wasn't already getting from Little Dirk. And I say that because Meek Mill is talking about killing and, and violence and, and things like of, the, of that nature and i best believe me with little dirk's subject matter he covers that extently no i don't think that's a word extently no no that's not it <laughs> um little dirk definitely gives us enough violence to hold us over and i feel like we didn't need Nick mill but I mean, of course, if you want to, if you're a Meek Mill fan and want to hear hear him rap like he's ordering fast food out of the backseat, then you know it's whatever. Track number <laughs> track number eight, medical. This is probably one of the more catch, uh, more contagious, catchy type choruses you will hear from this collab project. Little Dirk's medical chorus is honestly something that will get stuck in your head if you play it too many times and it's just a great chorus in my opinion and i really like the vibe that he was going with and it's, it's very sad if you actually like little dirk i don't think i heard one repeated bar from little dirk like i think they call him the voice for a reason the way that he raps is very unique as his flow patterns still need work he still needs a lot of different like flows to keep me engaged because the beats usually keep me engaged because he, he he knows how to rap, obviously. Flow patterns is the only thing I have I have a problem with him on. But 
as far as his 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 subject matter his substance is always there like he's always talking about something of substance in in real life like the way that he raps every bar could be a quote could be a quotable uh, a twitter well a tweet uh, ig caption or just like your life motto like well no not your life motto please yeah don't take it don't take advice from Lil Durk like well I may take advice but like but limit the advice you take from Lil Durk <laughs> please like yeah it's you don't want to go down that road anyways um yeah medical I feel like is one of the more contagious choruses and one of the more catchy vibes that I caught myself repeating over and over like that I need medical like that actually that just was that just was amazing honestly track number nine how it feels now this is the second snippet i'm gonna play from the album as i feel like how it feels really was a great dynamic from i try to pick the snippets that really played off a of little baby and little dirt going off of each other because i felt like they was in the studio at the same time for most of this collab project because the way that they was bouncing off each other didn't feel like they just sent them us a, a track with the open verse which it may have started like that but the way that they played off of each other and carried the and carried uh and finished through with the execution on each and every track makes me feel like they was in the same studio just listening to each other like oh okay let me let me rewrite this you know let me go back and change this verse and let me come with it like it it didn't feel like an open verse and just lay it and then that's the end of the track so i really like that whole body of uh, not not body work I, i really like that whole track so yeah we're gonna get into the second snippet right now here is Why is it save man over there? Okay, one second. You don't know what Yeah, that's that's man of my word. Okay, just one second. Now a little technical difficulties. So I'm gonna go to how it feels. So I was gonna I mean I already told you I was gonna play a snippet of, of Man of My Word, but I, ch- I decided to change it to how it feels because I really like that track. A little bit better than man uh, man of of the year and you will see as i play the snippet right now as as the intro played a little bit but here is the second snippet that i have for the project called how it feels with little baby and dirk I know how I feel to watch bullets go through a windshield. I know how I feel when you try your best to be real. I know how I feel when you think no one understands you. I know how I feel when the one you love getting ran through. I know how I feel I done really cut out my mans too. I know how I feel when you broke and the bills passed due. Oh, you thought it was a joke? We on your ass too. I know how I feel to how the killers tell you everything. I know how I feel to wake up cut up for them bad spray. I know how I feel not to eat and give you head pain. I know how I feel to talk to granny and forget everything. I just sat in jail with a bond, cut a bond out. I know how I feel to die school to smoke the garage out. I know how I feel to you love it, go bomb now. Rushing while you cheating, using water, get the come out. I know how I feel to lose your brother to the cheese. I know how I feel to get burned by some Hold up, I just I just caught one bar. I'm not gonna repeat it. A little Dirk was wild and for that bar. Like imagine being in a studio and somebody says that, like, whoa, like we know you were struggling, but we ain't need to know that. That's like that's a little TMI, like. That's a little TMI, like. Imagine being in a studio. Imagine little, being a little baby in the studio and hearing little Dirk say that bar about I can't even repeat it. Like this is a PG pod. And I don't even know how that got through. Like it's a clean version, but obviously there's no cussing in it, but that was still explicit. Like we didn't even know that. Like we don't even know what you use what what you use water for. Like like anyways, let's let's okay, let's get through the snippet. 
Lying on some murders, I can turn like he did it. Sliding in the demon, but low key, he a Christian. I know how I feel to get my mama house. I know how I feel to pull a four right by Obama house. Try to buy a block as far I want it, but he gone now. I know how I feel when you broke now, I'm on now, on now. Yeah. I know how I feel to think everybody against yeah. you. I know how I feel to watch bullets go through a windshield. These guys are very are very descriptive with their with what they've been through. <laughs> Like these guys need therapy. <laughs> these guys need therapy. Like they need Dr. Phil something. Like some type of person. They need Joe. No, not Joe Budden's therapist. His therapist. I feel like they be scamming Joe Budden. Like Joe Budden's therapist has to scam. Like there's just there's just no way he's still in that mental state with therapists. Anyways, that was a that was a way that was a way off tangent. Like way off subject. Anyways, uh, the actual track how it feels is is very interesting. As you can tell, like the the, the things that they are saying is very engaging as they are not switching up the uh well no not not they're not repeating lines like they're saying different things as the the little dirk with what he uses with water which i'm not going to repeat because this is a pg pod but nobody needs to know that little baby talking about bullets going through a windshield i mean that's just how he grew up so he's putting his pain into the music which is something that always which is something that I always gravitate to, which is why Juice World before he passed away was one of my favorite artists. Because for some reason I can always tell if artists are being genuine. Because I also follow these artists not on some like idealistic um, tip, but like just a following artists to see what what works for certain artists and what doesn't work for other artists and and some of it's unfair like what what works for one artist may not work for another artist because of his stature and, and vice versa so i always feel like when you put your your pain into the music it always cuts through so yeah i really like that track <laughs> as you can tell track number 10 lying uh i really like this track i feel like this was a great chorus and and along with the verses it was a very solid track not too like not too high not too low it was a very solid track track number 11 okay i feel like that was a great track as well little baby and little dirk their dynamic is really just undeniable on this whole collab project and it, and it kept me engaged throughout the whole thing track number 12 that's facts Obviously, that's facts because little baby kept repeating it throughout the whole track It's one of the few tracks Well, one of the only tracks the only track that I skipped really when I was listening over and over so that would be the one track that I did skip a lot but it's not bad it's just it just wasn't for me then we get into track number 13 now this is the last this is the third and final snippet that I have for the collab project as I really like the way that little baby came on at the end of his chorus so that's what I'm gonna play I'm gonna play the end of his chorus because I like his cadence and his vocal inflection on the actual chorus because it was unique throughout the it was a unique execution very different from the rest of the tracks on this collab project because the way that he was going about it it made it seem like an r&b track when it really wasn't so yeah that's the third and final uh snippet i'm gonna play from this collab project it's called please by little baby and little dirk we're gonna play the end of little baby's chorus going into little dirk's verse because their dynamic like i like i will keep saying which is very off the charts in this whole throughout this whole uh, collab project. So here is Please by Lil Baby and Lil Dirt. When you shine, they say time tell You gon' die and get you some money or you go to jail All these choppers will turn the city to a living hell It was crowded on the elevator, I took the stairs Lost some people on the way, yo, but I don't even care I can't keep it but for the night I wanna please your body I want to please your body I 
can't no promoter book my can't name a from Chicago ever said they took my sh I can't post up like a killing on them kill my twin We gon' spin till we get dizzy We gon' spin till we see him Child support did me wrong try to get me out of M only Hold up that is one thing I wanna talk about with little Dirk and his drill there has to come to a point where like it has to stop. Like the the the, the violence around Little Dirk's life is I don't know if it's profitable, but it's definitely being monetized on because these things that he are these, these things that he's saying will only cause more death around him because the way that he talks about these guys that are killing his his people he know let me not just be specific but you, you know some of the people that's died around dirt it's like he's engaging in certain idol he's engaging in an ide is it ideology i think that's the word because the, the his mindset for the gang life is to retaliate and it's like an eye for an eye but of course that wise you know quote out there saying that you go for an eye the whole quote, an eye for an eye and you both end up blind, is, is very prominent in Lil Durk's case because the way he goes about these executions, which basically is what it is, the people around him are getting killed, not like natural causes or anything. It's very, it's very frustrating as, I mean, it's not like he cannot talk about it because he's a drill artist, but at the same time, it's sad to see him still threatening these people when they're obviously retaliating in a much more violent fashion and i'm just gonna leave it there so let's play the rest of little dirk first anytime i hear from them when i post money on my ground went to her man i need a big kit on my lamp she a e5 so she keeping on her beads when she pray all of his dogs when i call they get rich about the case i got with dog food and get rich about the day i know watch it just fake i can tell a rich about his face real when i'm around y'all i be feeling out of place the industry ain't let me in the judge ain't let me travel then ain't no silent purse i might go take one of them castles in and i know some that run their mouth that's why i'll never see them all my diamond gia certified then no cap got a top tier keep my savage just from the trenches claim their kids on their taxes how you dressing better than your kids you need your kid. a laugh he wasn't matching that he matching with his cash kid. I like the one. That, I like one of the later bars. One of those last bars when he was saying, "How you dressing better than your kids? Like you need a whooping." Basically, I like that bar because, like, some some of these parents do be do, like. I'm glad I've always had parents that have have uh, taken care of me more. Like above, like the, the amount that I was taken care of is definitely above average. That I now that I've I've met like certain. I don't know how to explain this. Basically, the things that have been afforded to me, as far in comparison to other people, is definitely above average. And you only have your parents and your foundation to look at that as, as for the reason. Because it's like, they didn't have to do that, but they're providing a life that they wasn't able to live because of certain circumstances. But they're giving you a life that's way better than what they have. And I think that's the whole goal of being a, a better parent. Than, than what of than what you not than what you came from. So hopefully I explained that right. Anyways, that was the last snippet I had for the album, but that was not the last track as 
track number 14 up the side by Lil Baby, Lil Dirk, and Young Thug. I felt like Lil uh, Young Thug really added a unique dynamic from the, well, not too unique because of course Lil Baby is, is influenced by Young Thug. Definitely doesn't sound like him too much, but the way that he sounds is more like Lil, Lil Wayne type flow to, that I feel like because Lil Baby's voice is definitely unique even when he's in interviews and the way that he executes tracks reminds me of Lil Wayne. So um up by the up the side by Lil Baby, Lil Dirk, and Young Thug is a very solid track. Track number 15, if you want to. That's a really great track. Um the subject matter is very on point. The way that they are not dancing around the subject matter, but they're just executing the, the little uh topic of if you want to is, is very uh commendable as it's hard for rappers to stay on topic these days. Track number 16 is featuring Broad Wave called Rich Off Pain. This track is very formulaic, I would say. I hate to say it, but it's very formulaic. Broad Wave chorus, verse from Dirk, Broad Wave chorus, verse from Baby, end of end of track. You would think that's a ver- you think that would be a uh, you think that would be a recipe for a success, but for me, it may still be a recipe for success, but I was expecting a little bit more. Like what what Rod Wave did with with Lil Baby on Rags to Riches the remix, I feel like they could have did it here. I don't know if that's too high of expectations. Like Rich Off Pain is not a bad song at all, but with Rod Wave and Lil Baby, I always expect more. Track number seventeen, Make It Out. I felt like this was a, a rap was wrapping up the collab project, so it wasn't really too outstanding track number well it wasn't bad none of these tracks on this collab tape are bad i'm just comparing it to what's on the tape and then we have the last track number 18 called bruised up a very good outro to end a very amazing collab project as the hype was not too large to to me like it wasn't too high to me but at the same time, they had enough hype to where people like they're definitely going to do numbers. I was I was seeing projections around the 200,000 mark, and I believe they could hit the 200,000 mark if they push a little bit harder. But right now, it's looking like they'll come around like 190 or 194. But it's not all about sales. It's, it's usually about the impact and Lil Durk, as we've seen and heard in his content of music, definitely impacts the streets as the streets definitely impact him in, in certain ways. So. But I already got enough into that. So yeah, click my link tree and let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Little Baby and Little Dirk's The Voice of the Heroes? And what is your favorite track off of the collab project? Now we're going to switch it up and get into the best games of 2021 so far. Okay, getting into the best games of 2021 so far, I'm basically doing this because a lot of games come out and usually just like music, games are forgotten that comes out at the beginning of the year. So I kind of want to talk about some of the games that are, that have been the games of, of the bigger games of the month and then you can figure out your own games of the year so far list. But this is the actual best games that have came out each and every month in my opinion. Now, of course, you got to start with, I mean, it wouldn't be right for me not to start this off with the one and only Mass Effect Legendary Edition. As 
in the month of May, this game came out for all the platforms. Well, not all the platforms, but the consoles. And the iconic trilogy is back and better than ever. As the way that they are making this trilogy, well, the way that they refurbished this trilogy is unlike any other trilogy that that's came out because it's really changed the game entirely for me as the dlc makes you look at this game in a whole new light like literally literally the way that this game is built is very unique like hopefully other games could just i don't want them to just copy it but at this point the way that rpgs are being put out like they just need to copy the formula like just straight up copy like the way that y'all are doing rpg games are just not the way and it's just not engaging it's very boring the same side missions and the way that mass effect does it is a great way to 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 satisfy your 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 solo what am i trying to say your solo single single uh, player campaign type rpg games like the, the side mission shouldn't be com defend the computer over and over and over in just different locations like it should have it should have different meanings to the story sort of like how mass effect did it and then the way that they showed it here is just the perfect example of a trilogy that's that's really just ton of extra content for the for the price that it's marked for like for 60 dollars you get the whole trilogy plus all of the dlc like that's insane and mass effect is not like they literally could have charged each and every game but they, they they decided not to because mass effect is one of the greatest games of all time so the price doesn't have to drop but the way that bioware did it and so that the price is basically wrapping up all of the games and the trilogy it's just a great deal overall and it's one of the best games to come out this year my favorite game of the year and judging by the podcast name i might be a little biased getting into the game that tried to copy them with no success called outriders but it's still an okay game as the team behind Bulletstorm definitely tried their best. It's a co-op shooter, so it's a little bit different dynamics and, and patterns you got to deal with in the single-player campaign mode. So, But the campaign takes you through a lot of different through a lot of... I think it's just one planet. I don't know if it's one planet or a lot of planets. Basically, they tried to be Mass Effect and, and definitely failed. Uh, they, they failed. <laughs> they, did, they just failed. Next, we have Monster Hunter Rise. These are the top games. So I'm comparing them to its peers, not really to itself. Because if I was comparing it, if I was like, if I was comparing Outriders to itself, it would be a solid game. Because a lot of these games don't even work. So, next up, Monster Hunter Rise came out in the month of March. I think it's a great game, one of the best games of the year. Um, for for gamers, I feel like they would know what I'm talking about. As hardcore gamers are really into Monster Hunters, Monster Hunter Rise. And the way that it just keeps you engaged is just a very good balance of the epic scale of adventure and then actually making an experience that players will remember. So I feel like that's one of the best games of, of 2021. I'm going to stop saying that because all of these games are one of the best games. So I'm just going to list them off. It Takes Two. This is a co-op game. One of the few co-op games that actually does what co-op means and, mean, and it makes meaning it makes each player that's adding to the game feel important this is on every platform except for the nintendo platforms which is uh sad to see because this i feel like this game would do great on the switch it definitely is not too much for its hardware 
as the animation style is perfect for Nintendo, but for some reason it's just not on there. But it's for all the other consoles. It's a co-op game from Take-Two, a Pixar X-esque type adventure that people are comparing it to as the take two story is very interesting if you actually watch the game or if you want to actually play with a i recommend playing it with a maybe a significant other or a partner you know i, I guess like a, a other i know i don't think you can say that nowadays anyways i don't know what you can say nowadays but basically play this with somebody that you are interested in <laughs> or or not or just play this plat with somebody you're platonic with i, I don't know just i feel like it's better with a partner it takes two is a great game and the way that it gives you different dynamics in the way that you're playing off of each other in a co-op type setting it's just the perfect game to just sit back relax and have fun while while both of y'all are doing different things in the same game sharing screen it's just it's just amazing then we have Super Mario 3D World that came out in February uh, February and uh, I feel like Super Mario 3 so, I mean, I feel like Mario has done everything from play tennis to fencing to saving the world or saving Peach. Mario has done everything that you name. So Nintendo's added again with uh, Super Mario 3D World, which is uh, it's basically like how can I explain this? It's a lot. Obviously, it's a lot of different levels. It's more of a tune-up than anything. And it packs together a lot of levels that are very popular in the Nintendo players' fan base. So yeah, hopefully I explained that right. And then lastly, the game that came out in January, uh, Hitman 3. Just a great game overall. And this one is... Um, and this one is on all platforms, like all of the platforms. So it's a great puzzle game, a game that you can complete missions in very, in a variety of different ways, in a variety of different outcomes. Not a variety of different outcomes, but a variety of different ways. And each uh, time you play the level, you can probably find something new. So it's a great addition to the Hitman franchise. But out of all these games of course i gotta go back to the best one in my opinion and i'm you know judging by the podcast name i'm definitely not biased one bit like i mean it's just it just couldn't happen like just because this podcast is named after is literally named after this trilogy it doesn't mean that i'm biased right anyways mass effect legendary edition is the best game to come out this year i don't even care i don't even care that it came out like 10 years ago it's a remaster so it's a new game and i'm counting it it's the best game of the year so yeah click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think is the best game of 2021 so far now we're going to switch it up again into yanaguni by bad bunny yeah 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 So I'm not even gonna lie to you. I have no idea what he just said, but that was fire. Like honestly, 
whenever a melody makes me uh whenever a melody is contagious like that and just and just moves you it it is it's you you don't really need to to understand the words like i've looked up the meaning of this track and he's not planning to kill anybody he's not planning to rob anybody he's just basically rapping well he's rapping singing he's basically doing a drake it's not drake because it's definitely his own genre i'm not trying to explain this he's basically singing about his significant other in a very romantic way and it's just a great track honestly but what i'm getting into is called yanaguni by bad bunny and when i say yanaguni i mean yanaguni y-o-n-a-g-u-n-i if you wanted to look it up because i don't know how people type out while listening anyways um so this is his first single first official single since la noche de anoche I don't, I don't, is that it? Y'all gonna excuse, y'all have to excuse my, um, my, I think it's Spanish. Yeah, I think it's Spanish. Anyways, yeah, I'm trying my best. <laughs> what? No, I'm not, I can't even say, you can't even say his name. Anyways, um, so, yeah, uh, d- just, just don't listen, just, uh, ignore my attempt at, at Spanish. So, Basically, Bad Bunny has a new single out and is is very important because he's a, a top charting Spanish artist and he became the first well he had the, the first all Spanish album to reach number 1 on the US Billboard 200 and contained four singles. Not one, not two, not three. Before singles, so Bad Bunny is not to be messed with as he's a giant in this game and definitely a titan as he knows what he's doing with his melodies, obviously. As I didn't know a single word he was saying, but I thought it was fire throughout the whole track, honestly. Like, this is not faking or anything. Just like when I made the BTS, by the way, the BTS segment went crazy. Like, the, the BTS fan base, like, they really come out for the for uh, for uh their artists. Like, I'm definitely going to make more BTS segments. Um, click my link tree and let me know on one of my social medias what do y'all want me to talk about about as bts because my audience base jumped way up after i talked about them so i'm definitely gonna talk about them more as i feel like they're an undervalued market in this uh hip-hop space as i didn't know that many people really like bts like i knew they had a fan base but i didn't know they had a fan base that really listened to like my type of podcast or just podcasts like this in general so that's very interesting anyways getting back to bad bunny so this track is about a westernmost inhabited island of japan yanaguni is part of the islands of the something islands i don't know what that word is and lies 67 miles off the coast east coast of taiwan between the east china sea and the pacific ocean so whenever you go to geography class you could tell them that analytic taught you where yanaguni was so yeah you can take that with you to the grave um <laughs> the meaning of this actual track like what does this mean in english like y'all probably are wondering that this is a song about for about trying to forget a, a, a love interest 
who appears to be living on Yanaguni. But the singer tells the woman that he loves on Yanaguni to fly over to Japan to be. But Bad Bunny tells the woman that he is preparing to fly over to Japan to be reunited with her. Isn't that sweet? That's just that's just great. I mean, just the the topic of this of this whole track is just so wholesome, just so like fulfilling, and it's not the the like typical kill somebody, rob somebody, or just you know extort. Like it's it's none of that. It's just very plain and simple talking about love and just trying to you know tell her that Bad Bunny is thinking about his potential love interest while he's having a drink. So yeah, one of the quotables from the song in English is, quote, Your name comes to mind. Your face, your laugh, and your hair. Tell me where you are. For you, I'll get on a flight. And to Yanaguni, I'll make it. Sweet and simple. You know, I just love those type of tracks. You know, it's just talking about love in a certain way that expresses your inner demon <laughs> anyways uh let me let me stop so yeah let's get into the snippet that i have for the track i actually was able to pick out his verse because i liked it so much that i was able to decipher what was the chorus and what was the verse so this is his verse going into the chorus it's not really too much of the verse as um for some reason pop artists like this like to do the formulaic radio style that makes a hit so he goes verse bridge chorus a little bit of the verse into the bridge into the chorus so it's not a long song it's three well it is a long song in in like hip-hop standards three minutes and 26 seconds but the verses aren't long at all like most of the track is filled with the chorus and that's just because i like i actually like the song so i know the chorus is replaying because he's using the same words but still don't know the meaning but anyways so let's play the snippet that i have for yanaguni by bad bunny right now tu dirección, yo te mando mil cartas y me das tu cuenta de banco un millón de pesos. Toda la noche arrodillado a Dios le rezo porque antes que se acabe el año tú me das un beso y empezar el 2023 contigo hay un tú te ves asesina con ese man, me mata sin un y yo te compro un Benchy, Gucci y Benchy, un Pudal, un Frenchy, el it's your boy dreams from the notorious mass effect ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you well with doordash this is now possible as doordash connects people with the best restaurants in their city they do this by empowering local businesses and in turn generate new ways for people to earn work and live with your favorite restaurants at your fingertips doordash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities more time and energy for yourself and those you love delivering with doordash you get flexibility and financial stability dash for a living or for a goal all on your schedule and on your own terms doordash customers can place orders via the DoorDash app or website and are connected with Dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly. Restaurants right to your door. 
Order now at www.doordash.com. So if that didn't sound amazing to you, then I don't know what what will ever sound amazing to you because because those melodies are definitely catchy in a way that uh that is uh stands out among amongst the rest of the music that's being put out nowadays especially in the hip-hop culture and the reason i put bad bunny in the hip-hop culture because he's very in tune with the culture and does things with culturally uh, cultural icons in the hip-hop game like jay-z lebron james is definitely a hip-hop icon at this point like the, the way that his ties with drake and, and other artists like travis is he's definitely an icon at this point um jay-z he, he's done collabs with other big name artists, hip hop artists, and so he's he's part of the culture. And, and some of his influences come from hip hop too. So, whenever your influence come from hip hop, I just accept them as hip hop because hip hop is one of the most accepting genres to date. Whether that's a good or a bad thing, y'all y'all have to tell me. So click my link tree in my bio. Bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Yana Guni by Bad Bunny? And do you think Bad Bunny will ever make a song in fully English? I don't know if he always, you know, I feel like that's kind of tough. Because what if we say, like, what if Drake made a song in fully Spanish? Well, no, I think he did that. Anyways, getting into the overview of the pod. We started with Roddy Rich late at night. I talked about how the track was definitely a, a welcomed switch up from his usual singles, like The Box. And it definitely shows his variety and range. It shows that he's going to be on top of his craft way longer than I think some of his peers will be. Not named Lil Baby. Speaking of Lil Baby, then we got into Lil Baby and Lil Dirk, Voice of the Heroes. I feel like this collab tape definitely exceeded my expectations, which I didn't even think that was possible. I already had high, hope, high hopes coming into this collab project, mainly thinking Baby was going to carry. Little Dirk was the main surprising factor of this whole project as every single line that he gave was like a quotable and a, a very substance-filled verse. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> And then we got into best games of 2021 so far, where I got to talk about my favorite trilogy of all time, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, judging by the podcast name. It's definitely not going, like, it's no bias going on, like, at all in, in my selection of the best game of 2021. Like, it's just no way that a person that named this podcast after this trilogy could be biased in any way shape or form like it's just it's really just unfathom uh, unfathomable 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 uh, basically i'm not being biased that's all i'm trying to say that even unfathomable okay i'm not gonna keep trying it because y'all probably just laughing anyways let me, let's get to the last let's get into the last track yana Guni. Bob, well, we concluded with Yanaguni by Bad Bunny, where he's confessing his love to a woman from Japan, telling her that he will fly thousands of miles just to see her, um, and 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 just professing his love, professing, confessing, words are hard, just really just pouring out his heart into this woman in Japan, in hopes that she will know that he's on his way to Japan to reunite with her. And, and eventually um, um, 
well when he gets there i, I bet he has certain things in mind but this is a pg podcast <laughs> so that's about it for this episode thanks for tuning in to the notorious mass effect podcast and don't be afraid to send me a voice message letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities if you want to financially support the show click my cash app link located towards the top of, top of my link tree as it helps the show overall overall Make sure to share this podcast as this as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect. It's your boy Dreams from The Notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted your favorite restaurants to come to you? Well, with DoorDash, this is now possible as DoorDash connects people with the best restaurants in their city. They do this by empowering local businesses and in turn, generate new ways for people to earn, work, and live. With your favorite restaurants at your fingertips, DoorDash satisfies your cravings and connects you with possibilities, more time and energy for yourself and those you love. Delivering with DoorDash, you get flexibility and financial stability. Dash for a living or for a goal all on your schedule and on your own terms. DoorDash customers can place orders via the DoorDash app or website and are connected with Dashers to fulfill deliveries conveniently and contactlessly. Restaurants right to your door. Order now at www.doordash.com.